Hello everyone, John Hoy here. We're this week's edition of Hopping the Ball and this week we're joined by Johnny Healy and Pat Hickey. Uh, and I suppose before we start this week's edition, I just want to uh, inform listeners that this weekend, uh, all over the parishes of East Clare, that the annual Trushke collection for Scarab Bay FM is being taken up. So anyone that goes to Mass, I suppose you'll be met at the gate, but anyone that isn't going to Mass or isn't uh, going to attend, able to attend church, you can always meet one of our volunteers in your local areas just to provide a donation. Scarab Bay Community Radio is a complete voluntary uh, run organisation and uh, every, every penny counts. Nobody's paid, all volunteers, so your support is greatly appreciated. So, lads, this weekend we have hopping the ball, and uh, we have a, again a packed agenda, which is wonderful to see. We have a lot of sport to cover, and I suppose, uh, being the weekend that's in it, will we kick it off with the uh, game of golf that's been played across at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin, the Ryder Cup. And Europe have a team managed by an Irishman, and uh, there are a lot of uh, internationals on it, but I suppose we are really interested in our own two Irishmen, uh, Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry. Now, we know that on Friday morning that the Americans won 3-1 and one, and um, they were also up on the afternoon session as well. So, let's how do we see it going? Well, first of all, of course, even people who wish not a huge interest in golf, always watch bits and, and, and read up on the Ryder Cup. It's just the one event that everyone likes to get involved in. There's, of course, uh, Europe seemed to be up against it when it's on in America. Um, this time but having said that the American crowd Europe have more supporters because of Covid so the Americans will be under pressure from their own people if things start to go sour of course as you, as you rightly pointed out we'll all be interested to see how how Shane Lowry does on his rookie making his debut in the Ryder Cup it's one of his lifetime ambitions so I'm delighted to see that he has been selected he was selected as a wild card of course he didn't make the uh, first uh, automatic pick and it didn't go down too well, which I think Justin Rose, uh, he made a few comments on it. But um, the other two, like Harrington had four to pick from and Rose was left out and he had to pick Poulter and and, and, and Garcia, and, Garcia and, and, and he picked Lowry in ahead of Rose. But that said, the team is his. I'd say Europe would be very united and Lowry will help in that, I'd say, with the team environment anyway. So I'd be pretty hopeful, Europe. Like, even though... The Americans have a very strong team and most of them are, are ahead in the order of merit mm-hmm. yeah. on the European team and there's a couple of rookies on the European team. But I'd be fairly hopeful anyway that Europe could catch the Americans beyond there. You know, I'm looking forward to it anyway and hopefully Laurie will go well um, at the, over the weekend anyway. You know, Regardless of the result, I suppose ultimately you'd like to see Laurie justifying his selection anyway because there'd be people saying, oh, if things go wrong, that roles should have been selected, you know. Yeah, I suppose um, it mightn't have gone all that well this morning, you know, but or today I should have said. But um, if you were up or close, or if you were up or close to going into the singles, I think yeah. we have a great chance, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I just uh, uh, outside of Shane Lowry being the captain's peak, Sergio Garcia was it the other one of the other ones. Yeah. Sergio Garcia actually on the Friday morning, on this morning. He actually equaled the uh, point scoring for a Ryder Cup from a European perspective. So uh, a good, a good, uh, a good call there by Parry Carrington. But uh, yeah, the weekend will tell it out. Whitland Straits is on the shores of Lake, Lake Michigan. Uh, the wind holds in the afternoon, I think. So uh, they say that it could suit the European guys. So we'll see what what pans out on Sunday evening, lads. Okay, but uh, you're right. We would love to see Parry Carrington lead uh, a victorious team, but uh, the, the odds are against them really because the Americans are strong. 
and uh, they, they've, they've, they've got a good start. They are, but if the pressure will come on, Jerry, if they if if they if they begin to falter when the end the Sunday, yeah. and the crowd get be, uh, get on their backs, yeah. anything everything can change with the singles, can't it, Johnny? Yeah. In terms of you know a few matches, you could be down five or six, and you could you could be they could be close, and think there could be nothing between them, and then you could it could be turned <coughs> around with a few quite like, easily, you know. Like we've seen it over the years, yeah. um, a birdie put three yeah. or four feet missed. Next thing, his next ball is into the rough, and before you know where you're, he's two shots down instead of two shots up. You know, so and they do they do crack. I find that the Yanks do crack under pressure from their own support. You know, yeah, yeah and of course there's one or two. Uh, there's a, there's a well-published side feud between two of the American teams. Whether they, they suspend the feud for the week weekend or not remains to be seen. But I would imagine there's more unity in the European, and that could that could be crucial to the final outcome. It just draws. If you look at the the European team, they're, they're a happy-go-lucky bunch. Yeah. Always smiling, always, you know, full of chat. You know, whereas the others, the Yanks, like, very porker-faced. You know? yeah. It has been commented that the uh, Europeans are united. Um, I suppose one other interesting thing, Johnny, I noticed there from the team pictures of the uh, European team is that they seem to be wearing something similar to the umpire's uniform that we have here, <laughs> the, the, white, the white jacket with the blue sleeves. So yeah. I, I, I was wondering, would Michael Gallagher or... GA treasure here in Clare beyond Party Carrington to pick up any jackets after the tournament is over to suit us all absolutely <laughs> but uh, yeah so we'll see how it goes but it's, it's a great event it's a great tournament and mm-hmm. uh, it just brings out the rivalry to stare and you know when the American crowd is shouting USA USA yeah. you know and then yeah. a complete silence when, when one of the Europeans uh, 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 get, a, get, a, get, a, get a score it's just it's just different alright okay. but in relation to the Ryder Cup you may never have hit a golf ball in your life yeah. But whatever it is about the Ryder Cup, it gets an unbelievable audience. I don't know why, but it does. I mean, I've never hit a golf ball, a couple of pitch and put balls over the years. But I'd be watching that oh, yeah. every minute as I possibly can, like, you know. Yeah. No, it captures the imagination, Jack. Mm. no doubt about it. Yeah. And as Shane Laurie says, I think uh, there was only 163 golfers have represented Europe at Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. And he just feels so privileged to be yeah. part of that group. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal achievement. Yeah, t- mm-hmm. I think Laurie put it down as one of his main aims for the season. So mm-hmm. I'm delighted for him as well yeah. that he has accomplished it. Hopefully he'll go well, as we said. But when you look at when you look at the type of fellow he is, there's no airs and graces with him. You know, he's completely and utterly down to earth. Yeah. You know, you'd never think if you met him out on the street, you'd never think. No, you know, that fellow. You, you, you would say he's a professional and, and, golfer, and, and like. Yeah. He's really at home with the with the awfully colours. Oh yeah, isn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. proud of his county. Proud of his county. You know. Okay. All right, guys. So we'll see how that pans out. And um, I think I think last week, Pat, we discussed uh, everything except motorsport, and we've been catching up to do this week with the motorsports. <laughs> so, so where are we at with our with our friends Verstappen and, and Hamilton? Yeah, I, I, yeah, we inadvertently missed it there last time, Jer. So maybe just for listeners' benefit, we'll, there was it was on a break like the last time we discussed motorsport. It came back there towards the end of August, so we might make a quick reference to the previous two before we talk about last Sunday's Italian one. The Belgium one was on there a few weeks ago, and that was their, what you'd call, I suppose, there was horrendous, there was horrendous um, delays in it because of the weather. The weather conditions was ferocious. The ga- the, the, I was going to say the game, the, the actual event shouldn't have taken place at all. Um, what happened was the, 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 there was no real race as such. The safety, the safety car, car the safety car was out, yeah. and basically 
first of all, they tried their best to delay it for as long as they could, hoping the rain would go away. So then it turned out anyway that with the safety car, the result was declared from the great author. So Verstappen was declared the winner of the of the Belgium Grand Prix, and all they done, all they done was two laps, which is apparently the minimum requirement to declare a race. It satisfied the Formula One rules, and um, it's uh, uh, the normal the normal route be to be roughly about forty four laps to be done. So they did they did two la- they did two laps, and then you had the fiasco of a podium presentation after that when there was no real race yeah. now Hamilton was adamant afterwards that the crowd should have got their money back now I believe it's a fairly it's pricey even to go to Formula 1 race for the supporters well I heard I heard of what Irishman <coughs> Patrick flew over ok his flight I think is about 40 euro his uh, accommodation I think worked out about 100 but the ticket for the race is 180 so he was out of, he, yeah. was, he went on social media I think just saying that you know that yeah he got no value for his money at all. It's possibly one of the most dearest sports yeah. to attend, you know. And and the ironic thing is, Ger, on that particular track, uh, it has a, a very bad reputation. Twenty three drivers have lost their lives there in various Formula Ones, Formula race, Formula races, different forms of them over the years. And um, I think I think the last fella that last that lost his life there was a, a French fella two years ago in a Formula Two race. Mm-hmm. You know, so the track is a notorious uh, image. Or, Passed and um, you know with the weather conditions they couldn't just race it, but that's what they did. So the, the following, um, obviously, Verstappen got the win, won that race, and he regained the lead in. But the following the Grand Prix was the Dutch Grand Prix. You know, this was Verstappen's home. Yes, that's right. Um, race, yeah. and of course, he wanted to win it. And twas twas first of all he won it anyway, but twas mm. his first win on, on of his career at home. And it was it was um, a ferocious battle between them. Now, Verstappen obviously consolidated his lead um, uh, over Hamilton, but the words that came out from that race was the departure. Bottas is leaving um, Hamilton's team, and Hamilton was very disappointed with it because he rates him highly. But Bottas has signed a new contract, and he's going he's going to um, Mercedes. Or sorry, he, he's leaving Mercedes. He, I should say, and he, I, I, and he, I don't know who he is actually. You don't know who's joining. Johnny. I don't. But uh, Pat, the funny about is, he's been the number two driver there for quite some time. Yeah, yeah you know, and it's, I, I find it very, very hard myself if I was the number two, if I was in his shoes, to be told pull over and let Hamilton to win it. You know, yeah. to win, to get maximum points to win a title. Yeah, you know, so it. I can see where he's coming from, and yeah. I, I wouldn't be one bit surprised. And the funny about it is, if he goes, if he gets a good car, yeah, and he goes to the right, he goes to the right crew. He will be a, di- a big danger next year and the year after. Yeah, there's a guy called George Russell from the UK uh, <coughs> signed up to replace him uh, to join Hamilton <coughs> next year. So Verstappen won the Grand, won, won the Dutch Grand Prix. Hamilton was second, and Bottas was third. Okay. So, so that 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 brought us on nicely, didn't Johnny, to, to the Italian Grand Prix <laughs> and your less less Sunday. <laughs> and that was something else um, altogether. Did the nickname the Fast and the Furious? Yeah. <laughs> For one of a better. So one. I let you. You yeah. saw that, Johnny. I, well, it was the it was the crash that that, yeah. that frightened me most. You know, because I mean, when you see one car going up over the other, and only for the past number of years, this new protection that they have at the back of the head of the driver, that was the difference between we talking about Lewis Hamilton being alive or in a grave, grave today. You know, right. it was horrific and very very frightening. I might have for anyone that was watching. You know, 
We don't realise how fast these cars are going, the weight of the cars, how much is at stake, you know. And unfortunately, the inquest that was into was, to the best of my knowledge, Patty's, that Verspatten has been demoted to third yeah. for the Grand Prix next weekend. No, so having said all that, he must have been the, he must have been found to be the guilty party to a certain degree. You know. Well, it kind of reverses the f- uh, role that Hamilton <coughs> himself had there a few uh, Grand Prix back, where mm-hmm. Hamilton tipped off Verstappen yeah. and you know ended up uh, off. He got a ten second, ten second, ten second penalty point. Yeah, and and ironically, it was kind of caused there by a slow pit stop for both drivers for yeah. some reason, okay. and they made it to uh, you know and neither of them gave room would budge at the corner yeah. and that like. But yeah, Johnny, you're right. Um, the stewards found. Verstappen more culpable for it but the funny thing is when Verstappen got out of his car he walked past Hamilton never even looked to see was he alright or not mm. you know he left bad blood between them yeah. so I think the both of them were warned uh, I think about their future for the future races you know yeah. but um, it was it was like Verstappen was making out Hamilton this is what happens when Hamilton won't leave you room to pass him out mm-hmm. but Hamilton was 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 right to stick yeah to his, you know, he refused to budge. And well, so it was, it was Verstappen, obviously, was found. Both of them, of course, wouldn't accept responsibility. That was normal enough. You wouldn't expect him to. But like, as I say, the stewards found Verstappen more comfortable. And as Johnny says, he's been penalised for the yeah. Russian uh, Grand Prix. And like, what a lot of people don't realise is the amount of money that's involved in this. Like, you have the Drivers', cons- drivers Championship and you have the construction. There's huge money, huge money yeah. in the construction. And like... You see, they're in the two best cars at the minute. They are in the two best you know, cars. Yeah. And Bottas is only a small little bit behind him. Yeah. That's you know. And the guy, uh, Daniel Ricciardo, he, 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 he from, um, from Australia, he won the Grand Prix. <coughs> and it was McLaren's first victory um, since the 2012 Brazilian Grand Prix. So, like, do, do you know, they're, they're fairly scarce, aren't they? The victories yeah, for yeah. McLaren, and they were one time... One of the top dogs. Yeah, one of the top dogs, yeah. But like, as you say, the whole aftermath was about the collision between the top two, you know. So uh, after that, anyway, Ger, uh, before they head to Russia, uh, Verstappen is in 226.5 points. You had these point f- points, points, points of water there for the race in Belgium. That's why there's point five in case people are wondering. And Hamilton is in 221, so it is tight. But... Um, Definitely, um, I'd say there'll be one or two more before the season is out, Johnny. <laughs> the two guys, you know. Well, he, at the beginning of the year, we did say, yeah, the beginning we did. of this r- radio broadcast, we did. we did say that Verspetten had the best game, yeah. and we thought, that he'd, we thought that he would he would go on to win yeah, it. I yeah. still think he'll win it. Yeah. Yeah. So now, look, Sunday will tell. Yeah, it is after Russia next now, anyway. Yeah. So. If they can keep him separated on, 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 on the, the track, track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. on yeah. and off the track. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like it just goes to show how competitive both of them are. They're ferocious competitors, and I suppose like that for Strappen can smell the, yep. the, the title yep. really at this stage, and he's going to do anything to try and win it, you know. And, and Hamilton sure is going for a record because everyone yep. knows it's going for a record. Yeah, like competition is good. Yeah, but you have to have due care. You have, yeah, you know, to fellow competitors, you know. Oh, yeah. We don't want to see any more tragedies or any more deaths on a, on a yeah, Formula 1 track, like, you know. Well, I thought it was bad for him first rap and just to pass out Hamilton and yeah. walk out past him mm. because and of the seriousness of it. Yeah, disrespectful. Yeah, like disrespectful, I'd agree with yeah. you, yeah. Well, it, it, I don't think it's the first thing that happened. I think any time mm. you crash <coughs> past uh, one fellow blames the other and they won't even, look, they won't yeah. even check in and see who the other guy is. Uh, that just seems to be the bad form of it. You know, it's great sport and all that, but, I mean, sport is all about due care as well. You know? Yeah. 
Okay, lads. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll keep an eye on on developments. Okay. Yeah, it should yeah, it should be an interesting finish to season anyway. <coughs> But the rest of it. The only thing I'm glad is there's no boxing gloves in the pits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like they the, might settle in an argument or two. Uh, the beauty of the pit stop is the speed and the yeah. coordination of the yeah. teams. It's just, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, every week, it just amazes. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, lads. Okay, so we'll move on to to footy. I suppose really, and we have a bit of catching up to do uh, in in both here in Ireland, well, both locally uh, in Ireland and in the Premier League. So. Will we start with the Premier League, lads? I mean, we have, I think, five games played up to this weekend. And yeah. we have three teams on top, <coughs> 13 points each, as far as I can see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, Dunphy has predicted to down to a two-horse race already. I wouldn't agree with him there, but he's reckoned to the league. It's between uh, Chelsea and Liverpool. He claims, like, well, he's writing this, that City have already dropped uh, the two draws and a defeat. So that's basically uh, the finish is three points and two draws is five four. They have seven points dropped yeah. early in the season, and he reckons. Uh, and I kind of I don't know it might happen. I suppose there's a circus around Ronaldo and, and it, it, yeah, and United at the moment, and um, that could you know it is all about Ronaldo, and it could hinder their league ambitions now I know it already I know it from during the week Jared, of course they're out of the league cup already so they're added pressure and that, that's another chance of a trophy going so Jared has to win a trophy this year mm. given the thing but I think it'll be a shootout between for top scorer but definitely between Lukaku and and, um, and Ronaldo Johnny at this stage <coughs> the other big news for me is that like Harry Kane has failed to fire since the start of the season whether this all transfer saga is affecting him or not I don't know but he has despite your, the last year you were in buoyant mood over Spurs great start yeah, of the season yeah. things have gone sore since for him <laughs> you know we've, we've gone south uh, yeah. and, and uh, just listening to the manager the manager is maintained I mean last, last weekend um, um, we were hammered absolutely off the field by Chelsea in the second half and Harry Kane spent most of the time around midfield. Yeah. He wasn't in the box at all. Hardly got, he got one shot in, okay, but for some about 25 yards. But I think the, ma- the manager is trying to um, instill a new system and he was maintaining during the week that it's only now he has all his players back after injury or after the international games mm-hmm. and all that. So we'll, 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 we'll wait with better breath. But looking at, looking at it already, I mean, Chelsea, Liverpool and United uh, at the top, and maybe even Dunphy might be right, but it's very early days. And like the weekend, just about all knows, Chelsea are playing Man City. So, yeah. you know, mm. that's going to tell a lot as well yeah. as how things are going. <coughs> The difference I find and Pat this year is there's an awful lot of huge games coming up, bang, bang, yeah, bang, yeah, one after another. That's true. You know, um, but looking at the at the City Southampton game, like you know, everyone was surprised. You know that Southampton drew them. United found it very hard to break them down and they drew them one. They drew one run all the way. Southampton are a very organised side. Yeah, you know, and teams will find it. Yeah. City may not. Of all the teams that we've mentioned, I think United have a squeak. They have a bit of a circus around Ronaldo, serious player I might add. Um, Liverpool are there, Chelsea. You know, I think it's between one of yeah. those three. Although I have to say, looking at the match last weekend, Ronaldo definitely was entitled to two penalties. Oh yeah. Not, uh, you know, I don't know what. I don't know yeah. what he's. I mean, okay, he does maybe. He does maybe <coughs> predict when he's going to get tackled and he yeah. goes over, but definitely. I was caught. I was watching on the sky the other night. They went through with one of the, the, the retired referees, and he said, like you know that. Probably what cost him to do penalties was that he went down a little bit too soon. But he, he predicted yeah, the tackle yeah. was coming, and rather than get injured, yeah. he went over. Yeah. 
Yeah. The second one more so than the first one. Yeah. It was definitely, definitely, definitely a penalty. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the the Chelsea Man City game is a big game. If Chelsea yeah. managed to beat Man City, uh, I can't see City win the league, uh, even at this early stage. And their their failure to replace Aguero could come back to haunt them. Yeah. Now I know they put their eggs in the basket trying to get Harry Kane, but the fact is they they haven't an out and out striker. And Aguero, I know he missed a lot last season, but he had scored goals for them to win, you know, when he was playing the need over the course of the season, you need an out-and-out striker. Mm-hmm. No, a North Foden is back. He hadn't played every match mm-hmm. until the other night during the League Cup. But Johnny, I agree, Ronaldo is a great goal scorer. He'll hang around the box. Mm-hmm. He'll score goals. He'll oh, he'll score goals. Mm-hmm. And and that, like, and, um, but... It definitely United are in the hunt I think United will be in the hunt for the league but uh, Liverpool and Chelsea yeah I can't yeah. see anything outside the team mm. winning it you know I don't think I think it'll be a dogfight for, for you know Leicester I mean they're hanging in they're bright and going very well at the moment as yeah, well yeah. which is fantastic for them you know uh, some of the Leicester teams there I watched them the first night now Arsenal are in serious trouble at the minute They'll, they'll probably come good to another round well, but, uh, hopefully not to be seeking because they're playing they're playing sports <laughs> yeah. there again another big yeah, game, another big game. Uh, Brentford they're playing if you watch them they play nice football they play five in midfield very hard to break them down yeah. and, and they attack and they're playing Liverpool this weekend as so well. you know yeah. to, I, 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 no, I hope yeah. I don't have to eat me cap in the fourth and the same <laughs> and they get tumped five nil you know but they do they do play good football Yeah. Uh, going back to sports and Harry Kane yeah. looking at him his body language could tell you a lot he, he doesn't mm. seem to be a happy camper well, this is the system Jared, that they're trying to adapt him to play yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Harry Kane's best position is from the 80, edge of the box forward. Absolutely. Well, he does most of his damage and he'll, he'll hurt you he from does, there. He does, yeah, and he, he, he wants you know. his uh, own same moon, son beside him, right? Yeah. Feeding the ball, basically. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's, that's how they've been getting on yeah. so well. But again, if the new manager has an idea and he said, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, because yeah. last season they scored a pile of goals between pile the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a good understanding yeah. the two of them. Yeah. 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 The one thing that I found last year for cost Liverpool big time and it, it, was, it came back to, to bite him was the injuries. The year they won the league I said they were, had very few few and far between injuries. Last year they, they were catastrophic some of the injuries they had. Like I mean the best in the half in the world he was out for a good part of the season and they were leaking goals. If any of those key players for either Chelsea or Liverpool are out again yeah. it's then we'll find out you know how good they are. But I would be leaning as Hicks says I would be leaning towards one of them maybe United third. You know. I suppose and the other thing that uh, Quivin Kelleher is getting game time yeah. in certain competitions with Liverpool as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll get the League <coughs> Cup for as long as they're in it or yeah. that yeah. push yeah. and um, yeah. and that like he saved the penalty yeah. the other night as well. Yeah. Now to be fair he was heading off towards one direction the penalty was saved by his feet yeah. it wasn't a great penalty looking at it and even they scuffed the rebound of it. You know, they could have scored the rebound if they were sharper but still to save mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how you save him he hits the tough to the grass and goes out to save the other thing you mentioned there he was United in the, the cup like they deliver different players out from the ne- from the weekend in West Ham, you know, in the league. Well, to be and fair, West Ham had seen different they, players yeah, out. Well, yeah, but they, they, you know, but yeah. if you look at theirs compared to United, and I, I don't believe, and they shouldn't be disrespectful to the cup. I mean, Chelsea or uh, City have won it yeah. on a number of occasions, you know, and they'd like to win it again. I know, make records and whatever have you, but I think Solskjaer has more his eye on the, on the, the Champions League, hopefully, and. Um, well, unfortunately, I suppose that's where that's where the main focus the lead, is. The Premiership, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where the money is, and that's where. Yeah, but so you, exactly. you, you, uh, said, Johnny, you would imagine you nice have enough strength and depth to have a decent second team. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean, I mean, oh, Liverpool put out very, very young team. Mm-hmm. 
and and you know they done very well. They, like they had they had a very young team out. Like like the thing about it, watching, I just saw the highlights of it. United could have won that game four two. The amount of ball that was bouncing yeah. and bubbling in around the box, they could also have lost it four two. Mm. You know. Well, it was Tamar and Bogey team for them anyway, oh, really. I mean, oh, the week before, there. remember in the league, Deborah Mark Noble take yeah, a penalty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, yeah. uh, Bernal Led has never touched the ball in the game. Like, sure, <coughs> England would tell you that story with the, ball, with the Euro. It beggars belief, like, how you could bring it yeah. off the bench. And then try and justify it afterwards. Oh, he had missed the penalty in 60 years. No, Schmeichel's or. The hair saved his first penalty in a few years. Mm. Which is another plus as well United. <laughs> well, he's keeping yeah. Henderson yeah. out of the team now after yeah. everyone's saying Henderson's going to be number one and, and De Gea could be gone. But yeah. he took advantage of Henderson being out with the COVID yeah. and he's t- he cemented his place now. And I'd say he's definitely number one, Johnny, hidden he into will the... Be, he will be from now to Christmas. Yeah, 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 definitely. But again, again, like everything else, lads, if the form dips... Social won't be one bit afraid to drop him because yeah. in fairness, he's a he's a damn good. Keeper. But Johnny, we can't leave uh, the, the Premier League without commenting on uh, what you think. I know, uh, which, there was a lot of publicity around when Ronaldo was taken off in the Champions League game when oh, they were against young boys, boys. Yeah, and then yeah. he stood up on the sideline there for a minute or two, and he looked like he was he was helping Solskjaer with the. <laughs> I wonder if he's the next. I wonder if he's the next United boss. Yeah. <laughs> but you know there was a lot of boys in RT panel, right? They really slated Solskjaer. They went over the top, maybe. Um, in that they said he was nearly he was nearly he was nearly apologising for taking off Ronaldo in the first place. Yeah. And no other player would stand up in the line after coming off. Yeah. The other side of it is when, you were down, when you're down a man, you have a player sent off and you're playing that length of time after having a tough game the Saturday before, like you're away from home, you're in Europe, yeah. and to lose a man, to go one nil up and everything's yeah. gone, everything's gone to call the plan. Yeah. Next thing it's one all. I mean, it was misfortune as a goal they conceded, but their their standards were shocking that night compared to the team United teams of old. Their standard was very poor. Well, it was a mistake that gifted yeah. the winner, sure. Oh, for sure. Jesse yeah. Lindengard's yeah, mistake. Yeah. He yeah. scored a great goal in yeah. at the, did, yeah. after the last side of where he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And it just goes to show you see in any spot, and you can see it in GA to this day. Yeah. Don't give away position, retain yeah, position, yeah, retain yeah, position. And that's what he was probably trying to do, you know. You Keep position rather than giving it to the, you know, put themselves yeah. under pressure. Well, unfortunately, you, you tell your six-year-old, don't pass it across the square. But that's and another thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I suppose everything that Ronaldo does will be exaggerated anyway to be fierce yeah. publicity around him <clears throat> regardless of what he does, you know what I mean? But I think I, he probably won't play every game this year, you know, and to be a bit much to ask. But... Uh, I think he he's, he's going to have a serious year yeah, for United. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's he's a his attitude, yeah, his his yeah. attitude is unbelievable. Yeah. The, class, the fans, yeah, the fans yeah. love him, yeah. and the teammates love him. You know, yeah, and sure, look you at know. the score. He's he started off in the, the way he scored in goals for you know, fun. He is, yeah. yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, we will leave the Premier League and we'll move on. I suppose maybe to League of Ireland. Pat and there's, uh, I think, other overs turning ahead at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, up to this weekend anyway, Joe Rovers had 25 games played, they have 56 points. Yeah. Now, Pets have two games extra played, they have 27 games and they have 50. Now, they're playing each other this weekend. That could have a big bearing on it. Sligo have slipped a bit, they're, they're 44 points and, and 27 games played. So it is really a two-horse race, but if Rovers were to beat Pets this weekend, the gap could be too sizable, especially if Rovers win the two games in hand. Now, the one concern you'd have, or that people will be keeping an eye out, and I certainly will anyway, is Dundalk are down at the bottom, bottom two, 
Uh, and they've only they have 26 game played only 28 points so for me they have to win the FAI Cup to get into Europe they mm. won't they won't get into Europe in the league uh, with the way they're going yeah, they're low up. No. yeah. so Longford unfortunately are, are in dire straits they're in 14 points and they're, they're, they're as good as gone at this stage uh, unfortunately you know winning that league uh, Cork was the very same a number of years ago like Dundalk uh, won the league they got a good run in Europe and next thing look at them now where they are relegated well, they went through an awful change of players. Yeah. There was yeah. huge money put into it by it, and now <coughs> and the management changed, and they brought back Pert. And after they cleared, they didn't want him, and so many players didn't want Pert. It, it appeared, but uh, I don't know. There, there's too much changes made, and they brought in a lot of foreigners. And they haven't gelled like they did previous years. And like they haven't kicked on from what they expected. I think they thought with putting in the money, because they, they got a decent bit of money out to go on well in Europe. Indeed, and yeah. and I think they thought they'd kick on and were going to dominate the league again. But there's something not missing there this year. And I think, as I said, their best hope of getting into Europe next year is to win the FAI Cup. Because there's no way they can capture the foreign they're in the league. They won't win the league anyway, for sure. And they'll hardly even get into the Europe through the league. Like, and they even had a couple of good runs yeah. and played very well in Europe as well. Yeah, and they did make a slight um, recovery there, but slipped back there in recent mm. weeks as well, you know. And also, their, their, um last weekend, FA Cup, FAI Cup qualifiers were played. That's right. Now, mm. Finn Harps brought Dundalk to replay. It's under the night there, Tuesday night. Finn Harps, it was 3 all. They were 3 1 down and, and they were at home and they, they brought back to 3 all. And, and the replay was Tuesday night there in Dundalk and Dundalk won it 3 1. Bowes hammered Minute 4 0 and Pets beat Wexford 3 0 and UCD beat Watford. Or sorry, Watford beat UCD. So you have Watford. Uh, Pets, Bowes and Dundalk in the, in the semi-finals so uh, I'm not sure when, I'm not sure actually when the semi-finals are being played and the other thing I missed last night I couldn't think of the guy's name so I, I knew it would come to oh, me afterwards but young Cotter yeah Barry Cotter he joined Rovers there from Ipswich um, even though he was out on loan from Ipswich unfortunately it didn't work out for him in England but he's playing now with Rovers and he'd be earning decent enough wages mm-hmm. there but Rovers have a good set up up there and um, they're collecting money there sure you know when Bazooka plays for the Republic he'll get more caps up to a certain figure so they have a good structure there and he'll do well there and, and, and you know fair play to him you know, so and just to mention, Jerry, in Scotland before we leave the soccer, uh, Rangers through the weekend and Celtic were beaten by Livingston. Livingston yeah. are a bit of a bogey team for him, yeah. and Jesus, like Celtic, uh, have only nine points. They're they're four behind Rangers at the moment, and they're in they're in sixth position. Now it is tight enough at the moment at the table, but like if they want to challenge Rangers, they need to start. Their defence isn't great yet. They have a lot of changes made. Well, you need to be beating teams like Livingston for God's sake. You know, now they yeah. they won the quarter final of the the cup. Yeah, night, like you know. Yeah. And Tinder's if um Rangers set in the world of light either. They've already game lost and draw and draw they're not as formidable as they were last year either, mm-hmm. but they're still on top of the table anyway by yeah. one point from Hibbs. And I suppose Higgs before we go from away from League of would to be unfair of us not to say something about treaty in the first division. Yeah, they're going very well. We say it every time. Yeah, we, we talk with League of Ireland their first season yeah. and and, 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 and delighted <coughs> to see them going well and, and a lot of homegrown players yes. what I mean but that's an awful lot of clear footballers in there with them yeah. and they're playing Cork tonight and if they get a result tonight they'll bring them right back into the picture yeah. of the, for the playoffs yeah, which would be unbelievable like you know and it's a good opportunity to any talented player in Clare if they show form in the league and, mm. and Limerick will be it's a, it's a, it's, you know it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah, it is. they'll be looking at him yeah. they'll be looking at him exactly yeah, <coughs> yeah. I suppose yeah. just uh, bef- uh, 
just I noticed it friendly during the week with the Irish ladies football team uh, beat Australia mm-hmm. and uh, you know which was a, I think they had seven defeats before that so I think I think mm-hmm. the, the the manager on the team are pretty happy with the result uh, and the performance yeah although mind you there was a wonderful picture taken of one of the Australian girls her grandfather Sweet you know, absolutely mm. Irishman so they, they kind of takes it all yeah. over the place but the thing about it is you're done that Australian side under as bad as I don't know is it 7 or 8 or something like the world so for an Irish yeah, side you haven't won in 7 games yeah. like you know it was, it was a good night's work good night's work there was a good vibe after, like after the, the World Cup qualifiers are coming up now shortly yeah. again for him like you know so it's a good build up for him so, and I suppose moving on to our own local soccer scene here, lads, just looking there in uh, the Premier Division Avenue are powering ahead, and the market is second, and Shannon mm-hmm. Town are third. Yeah, they, they played yeah. each other there, the two, top two chair at the weekend, yeah. and, and, yeah. and Avenue uh, won 4-2. Two. Two. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that was an effective victory for Avenue. It would be between the two, but ultimately, I'd say, for the title chair, yeah. as yeah. usual. So, like, as you yeah. were saying, the market are a well-structured club, like, yeah. Avenue, so are Avenue. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're a former team that you played with, Toller are going fairly well in, in, in the first division. They're going well in the first division, they have 12 points in four games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. excellent. That's good going. But, that new market side, like, you know, they were very unlucky in the FAI, you know. Yeah. They were the best team for the last three or four or five years in clear. Now, that Avenue side, my son, he played with them a number of years ago. Um, they had an exceptional youth side. And there's a lot of those youth lads coming into that junior side now at the minute. And uh, I think, yeah, it'll be between the two, but I do believe that Avenue will win that league this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and the market or Johnny, had been trying to... <coughs> Go place in Munster and in the yeah, and yeah, it's very hard to keep very hard. Yeah, yeah they yeah. never really they, they never really went to full final step yeah, and to capture a title like. And they have had very few, very club, very few clubs in Clare have. Yeah. they have two two junior internationals in Stephen Kelly and Owen Hayes. Owen Hayes yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And both guys, both guys also hurled with the market. The market. That's you know, right. yeah, yeah. two good sportsmen. And I suppose our own Moshan and Celtic, uh, looking at the champion there under the league table, they've only two games played and they've drawn one and lost one. I'm not yeah. sure, is it, is it, is it, uh, is it uh, COVID or is it availability of pitches or games if they've only two played? Whereas the Avenue uh, 5 and the market of 4 played. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. There was an issue there, I was talking to myself, and he was saying with referees there. We were talking about shortage referees in GA, and they have a shortage referees apparently there for a week or two with the soccer. Like yeah. Now, the other thing I suppose with Mount Shannon is we said that they haven't started so well, I suppose, is because Scarif going so well under Hurling, you know, and they have a few fellas from around as well, like, you know. Yeah, and White yeah. Gate, once the Hurling finishes, you know, they'll be getting stronger. Because I've watched them a couple of times now, and they're a decent side. Yeah, they're a decent side, yeah, that's right. You know? So hopefully they'll move up and up yeah. as the season goes on. And, and you're as well in uh, they're in the they're in the second division, that's right. which is the third, div- <laughs> it's the third division, really. You're the mm-hmm. Premier, you're the first and the second. Mm-hmm. They used to be, I suppose, they're doing well still to have a team. They've gone down a bit from the previous highs that they had. Yeah, Years ago, but yeah. you get that, like, but they have they have they have uh, four games played and four points at each. But going back over the years, going down to Kikish to try and be Kikish below you, there, you yeah. there in your car and down there yeah. Yeah. when the I was local, playing myself. The local derby is very, very yeah. tough down there. Yeah. Now, I just see <coughs> that Kikish and currently gave him a 7 0 bait in there last week. Yeah. So, you know, just again, like yeah. the, the hurling, I suppose yeah. they wouldn't have the players, you see, again, you see. Right. And they, they, they'd be picking players from other areas as well, yeah, you know. Of course like most clubs. Yeah. Like most clubs, yeah. So, uh, the dual player playing yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, let's. Um, are we okay to move on from soccer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll go on to the next love, I suppose. There's rugby, lads. Uh, there's a lot of activity this weekend in this new competition, is it? Incorporating all the South African mm-hmm. teams and Sorry. the Euro- European teams. Okay, yeah. so what have we? <coughs> what have we? We have, we have Connacht. Playing away to nice. Cardiff, is it? Yeah. On a Friday night. 
Yeah, yeah, Cardiff, 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 and Munster, uh, the Sharks, Sharks. That's yeah. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're still playing the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, and also playing Glasgow. Yeah. So that's a whole game. I yeah. defy anyone to yeah. name the new competition. Who yeah. if you're yeah. drinking yeah. them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, both RT, RT, and Chichi have, have announced good coverage yeah. of every yeah. match. So there's no excuse. The Munster and, and Sharks is on RT tomorrow evening. Mm. So let people be entertained for the winter mm. anyway. You know. And in that, everyone will be excited to see how Zebo mm. goes and he's returning to Munster. Yeah. I know, though, Ger, he, he has been left out of the sofa. Well, I, I suppose you couldn't expect Farrell to include him, but there was 50 named for Sunday didn't uh, assemble for the first um, yeah. preparations for the November Internationals, yeah. and he's not mm. in it. There obviously have to be some new people called in as well. Well, the, yeah. the last yeah. that used in the summer there for the couple of summer internationals, they're all in it. And, uh, and that, but like, there's no place for him, or there's no place for Jordy Murphy from Ulster, who's you know, who left Leinster because, because to improve yeah. his international <laughs> position and he hasn't, he hasn't kicked on. And Luke McGrath, who's the number one scrum half in Leinster, can't get into mm-hmm. a top 50 in Ireland as well. You know, strange times, like, but everyone <laughs> will be looking at uh, see how Zebo goes, you know, and that Munster have um, good backs anyway, yeah. so he's going to add to it. The only thing about it is, I keep my powder dry, it's the early days yet. You know, yeah, like the the rugby people that are in the know, they were roaring for Zebo before he left left Munster to go further afield, and uh, because you know he's he brings he's 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 a bit of a daredevil. He brings a bit of excitement every time he's on the ball, and he and he does something different. Yeah, he's you very know. unpredictable. In yeah, he unbelievable. Yeah, you know, yeah. he could he do something outrageous. And, you know, and it wouldn't be the first time. So, and also, Jer Ronogara hasn't started. Well, they've been close, but he's all, he did three games last in the league, and he came up against his um, former colleague uh, Gibbs last weekend, and, and he had the bragging rights afterwards. <coughs> but I suppose the big news from the weekend was I don't know did you see the title from the Castrilla? Yeah. I mean, they're looking at a, a year Ben. They're talking about a year Ben anyway. Well, it was the nearest thing to a torpedo. Yeah. The way he took off. The f- the the funny thing about it is there was no need for first and foremost, no. and you know you could they lose every sort of an excuse to get him to save him a longer ban, like you know that he didn't mean in this that other. The very minute the guy hit the ball kicked, he could have pulled out of that tackle. He meant yeah. he meant to do him like you know. There, there, there has to be a story behind it. You know, it just was out of. This you know, the type of tackle there's no the place in any sport, no, no place in no. any sport whatsoever for that sort of a tackle. He could have seriously, seriously injured that player or injured his, in, yeah. ended his career. You know, absolutely, yeah, uncalled for you. Yeah, there wasn't much good apologising afterwards. No, uh, for uh, I know, I had to run, like run it back four or five times to, to, to see yeah. it, and yeah. I said, "Holy God, I'm what." You, you know when your own team and your own management doesn't back mm. you or don't try and defend you mm. there was no way yeah. they could defend that because no, yeah. yeah. when he kicked the ball I followed the ball yeah. and next thing everyone seemed to stop and they were running the wrong, they were running the wrong way so I, I knew something happened but when I went back and I saw it I said oh man it was horrific there's some other story behind it like mm. you, just, you just don't do that mm. well you'd expect you, you wouldn't, wouldn't expect it from a professional rugby player anyway you know Okay, uh, so we, we, we have a long uh, winter of rugby ahead, let's tell you everything, all the various competitions mm. coming up. And as Ger yeah. said there, Ger, um, or as Pat said there, Ger, it's good to see that there's loads of coverage. Again, for the minute, there's only so many so many thousands allowed into the games, but look, as the year goes on, that hopefully that'll change. Okay. I mean, there's nothing as, ni- there's nothing as noisy or as hearty as a, a full tournament park, you know, for, for, for a game. Yeah.
uh, and I suppose um, the Irish ladies rugby team have a big game against Scotland this weekend. Yeah, yeah. The bit of a shock, game. bit of a shock, shock they got against Spain. Huge shock. Yeah, there was there was, there was, there was, there was, there was a lot of geez, they got fear hassle over abuse over that like for losing. They weren't expected to be oh, Spain, no. obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they needed that win last week and they got yeah. it. Yeah. You know. It was tough, which was, you know, it was really, you yeah. know. But, but I suppose the other thing, lads, was the week before um, the um, outcry over the facilities that the ladies had to endure you know, before a match. I mean, oh, the Connacht mm-hmm. ladies yeah. above in Leinster, yeah, 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 that was horrendous, yeah. <coughs> there's, there's no place for that in modern sport, no. Not, no. no excuse yeah, for it. It was yeah. rightly caught, though, yeah. I mean, just not on. But, like, somebody should be held accountable for that, yeah. absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. There's no but place in modern fair. sport for no. anything like that. No. So yeah, okay. So thanks a million. We'll we'll move on. So and uh, we'll stick, we'll stick with the ladies because we'll come, come on to our own uh, senior Camogie Championship here in Clare. First round is on last weekend. Fikel um, Kilnina um, just narrowly lost to Ian Kilmore and the reigning champions, which I thought was a good result. I didn't hear much about the game, whether we could have won it or not. Pat, you were. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I won it with a 45. Yeah. And I thought, it was from talking, I wasn't at the game myself, but from talking to people that were at it, yeah. they were unlucky not to win it. And, and, and they were very impressive for their first game at senior level. And they really put it up to Aine Kilimona, who who are in, remember, a Munster senior final, which will be played around the year, hopefully, from last year. So it was a good start for them. It was just a pity they didn't get the draw out without a win. But that said, um, they have two Clonard and Six Man Bridge to play now, so there's still a chance there's two teams coming out of the group. Right. You know. Yeah, true. But I think there's two Clonard this weekend, lads, mm. coming up. Yeah. They're in a tough group, otherwise. The thing about it is, when you, you know, when you tell them, you know, who they're up against, just when you least expect them to perform, they perform fetal yeah. kill, you know. Now, when they got caught rotten two years ago in the in the intermediate final, yeah. Joseph's beat them. But they made that, they made the right of the, right the wrong the following year. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some, there's some very, very good players that yeah. wouldn't be out of place on any other team. I might yeah. add. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. and sure. Then you've the other two local teams, Scarif, but Scarif yeah. uh, and Ogunlo and, mm-hmm. and and the Mills and Budaik. Yeah, yeah. 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 Budaik, I should yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so this, it's a great, it's a sure sign, a great sign of the strength of Komogi, Jared, that you have that amount of East Clare teams playing yeah. senior Komogi. Absolutely, it's good for the game. It is yeah, it is. Game, yeah, you have you have those three strong teams and. Uh, they're up against the likes of Numark and Ferguson, Kilmaley as well, and uh, and the yeah. here. <coughs> and you have that uh, that team I already mentioned. They're the St Joseph's and Scarif Gunnan. Now they play in Father McNamara Park tomorrow night. Sorry, uh, yeah, t- is oh, sorry, Saturday, Saturday evening, Father McNamara Park. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. Yeah, it's a tough schedule for the you know. ladies because they're out every week. Yeah, and well, any injuries are that like you know. What people don't realise is there's football on as well. The ladies' senior you know, football and East Media yeah. Championship is on as well at the minute. A lot of players playing both. So yeah, you've dual players like you know. And Okay. It will take its toll on them. Yeah, and again, injury like, wise, for, say for the senior clubs, they they had they had what they call a non-county league, but they didn't have their county Duke, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From somewhere like yeah. So it's 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 catch up time. But I suppose in fairness to <coughs> Ali Noon and and to Jack Conway, they, they have to, mm. they have the girls were prepared anyway yeah. for their first game. So hopefully they go well. Well, that's, that's that that league that have I think is great because what it does is there's no great demanding on the county players. You know, you yeah. they can focus on the county. Yeah. They're not training two or three times with the county and two nights with their, with their club yeah. and playing with the club and then playing with the county on the weekends yeah, yeah. You know. and, and talking about the county for a second year like Galway won all Ireland and 
like clear but that far behind Galway they, 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 they had a good game against them the first yeah, yeah, day out yeah. you know so like they're they're the top team now Galway so like mm-hmm. you know hopefully Clare might kick on uh, <coughs> next year and a, a good club championship will help they might unearth yeah. some new players in it as well you know well, there's no doubt Gerard Connell has a good structure left and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll take over from him yeah. we'll have a good structure there yeah. the, the thing about it is even going back to the Kilkenny game in the bridge they perform quite well against the bridge uh, about against Kilkenny as well like you know yeah. So they are going in the right direction, yeah. you know. So hopefully, and hopefully there'll be mm. there'll be silverware coming each is clear at some level uh, during the year. That's okay. Yeah, well, I think Nina Ger also have their intermediate monster final. Hopefully, to look forward to at some stage as well. Yeah. Um, and they'll get good experience with playing senior in Clare in preparation for that. Like so, yeah. onwards and upwards for all the East Clare teams. Hopefully. Exactly. So hopefully, hopefully the uh, the weather doesn't turn too bad and make conditions difficult for anyone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's um, we're at. Um, we finished nearly the group stages of the Senior Holland. We bear one game to play. Perhaps in one of the nine groups. Well, yeah. You have you have you have um, Kimberley have to play Waikiki yeah. in, in Group One. Yeah. Um, O'Callaghan Mills have finished bottom of the table they're in relegation yeah. while the Kilmone won all their matches so they're through their top and Kilmele and Tullera uh, the winner take all day for second spot yeah. in that group that was the five team group of course we, we have to reference last weekend very, we, I was lucky to be at a couple of games and there were two very exciting games two of the three games I was at were very exciting the White Gate match um White Gate were five points up five minutes of injury time and Clonera through Tots O'Connell got two goals and won by point they were, they were nearly out of the championship if they'd lost White Gate played terrific and were probably looking at the hold out but that said you'd have to give credit for Clonera for the way they finished and they were two in the hole so that was an exciting game in group two you had Six Man Bridge uh, were put to the pin of the collar to beat Scarif no, Scarif, it was very close. Young Crossy, Patrick Crossy got six points in play. Mm-hmm. A tremendous performance in only his second game playing Senior Hurling. And he took some of the line match off Rogers, uh, Mark Rogers. Mm-hmm. Now, Six Man Bridge kind of concentrated on trying to nullify uh, Mark Rogers after his performance against Clarkessel. And it opened up a bit of room for Young Crossy. But fair play to him, he, he got six points in play, which is a fantastic return for a young player. Now, I was at the Clarkessel Wolthorns match and uh, another exciting finish there. Clarkessel won their first match in three years, uh, senior hurling. Uh, so it was a tremendous win for them. Now Wolthorns got through with two points. They're the only team in the in the in the in the, in the four groups get through two points, and they were lucky. Uh, if Scarif had beaten the bridge, they were in relegation. You know that's uh, how, close. how close that group mm. was. So it's it's the bridge and Wolthorns have moved on yeah. from Group Two. That's right. Uh, group three, um, Bradford and Crusheed have still to play. Ger. That's the, again that'll decide relegation and who goes into senior B. Bellier and Cracklaw, Cracklaw and Bellier go through. Yeah, go through there. And the last group, my own club are in it. And you had three points, Pat. More than what we have. Yeah, yeah. But look, look. All four teams were in contention for that. And again, for five minutes to go, we were in the quarterfinals. But eight minutes later, unfortunately, thanks to Colin Ryan, two goals, we were out of it. But thankfully, we had the senior B. And um, Clooney Quinn, unfortunately, are in relegation. And no market. No market actually topped the group because they beat Airog, yeah. so they have four points, and like that, like that for five minutes score, they were in relegation. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it just goes to show. Yeah, so tight. Yeah, yeah. how tight. Them two groups, uh, very tight, uh, yeah. the bridge air at group two and group four. I will say, Ger, in my own club, I think the failure to score a goal in our three games came back to haunt us because there was nothing real between ourselves and Airog. They scored two goals through Danny Russell. Yeah. There was three points in it. A goal is a big score in a close game. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They're missing missing the likes of Martin <coughs> Daly and. and uh, is it uh, young, 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 Austin McMahon yeah, was, was, was missing as well you know and Colin Nielsen with three like lads that would be playing the re- they would be on the first team and we, we, such a, we have a small peak they all the heat was hard like like Hicks um, just those three players you mentioned like to field without them like and to be competitive and to be competitive and I can see why you didn't score goals you know when you didn't have players like that yeah. in your team because you're shuffling players around you know to other positions yeah Um I was speaking to Shema Sears after the bridge Scarif came and he said Scarif be trifle unlucky or uh, feel a small little bit sorry for themselves that they didn't he said they could have won that game as Pat says they concentrated on cutting out the area yeah. that the ball would come into Rogers and the other man that did the damage was yeah. you know yeah. was doing crossy like yeah no that's it yeah. uh, Johnny the bridge had 16 wides which is very high mm. compared to what Scarif had and, yeah. uh, you know no I don't know I wasn't at the game obviously yeah. so on the same time as Bultron's and Clark Hassel but 16 wise is too many wise yeah. to be getting in the game you know but at the same time it's probably ideal for Fitzy coming into a quarter final you know he can use it yeah yeah he yeah. can use it as a, you know and they were missing Jamie Shanahan and Paulie right, Fitz yeah. but other than that they had most of their team and a lot of people going into that game would have thought Scarif would be hockey like they were talking about 10-15 points maybe uh, you well, know which was which was uh, you know Scarif will be probably looking back on it with regret over the way they played against Full Tones yeah, the first day of course the first mm. day for Scarif was going to be difficult <coughs> regardless would have made first day yeah. up senior and even missing uh, so many you know so many players about that a few, a few big names either not fully fit or not on it all, yeah. You know. yeah but the thing about it is your that game that some of them did just everything anything that could go I refereed it anything yeah. that could go wrong did go wrong for yeah. them on the day and like the score was the score was a bit flattering 216 to 18 yeah, you know again yeah. moved tones when you look at how they performed again Clarecastle they only won by the point and everyone was saying as Pat rightly says if the bridge don't win this by 12 or 14 or 15 points but believe you me when those guys put on that scarf jersey yeah. you know yeah, they, they have fair pride yeah. in that jersey like and you could, and listen to everyone listen to anyone that I spoke during the week and as Seamus says he said, you know, you would never think, you know, that they were after coming up out of the intermediate last year. So, you know, they, yeah. can, put, they can be very proud of themselves oh, up to now. And and fully young fellas, you know. The senior beach here will have a, a bit of an East Clare feeling, especially if Bradford are in it, because like, obviously at the minute you feel like Whitegate and, 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 and Scatter for in it. And mm. if Bradford lose Crushy, you know, they mightn't, but if they do, it's certainly a big East Clare, um, to be like a little East Clare championship. Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's, there's going to be an uneven number of teams. There's, there's two teams going into it from the, the uh, group one, so there's five teams in it. <laughs> and obviously we're waiting for the draw for the senior championship. Right. They'll wait until after and, and the senior B. <coughs> and at this stage, do we have any idea at the bridge raised in hot favourites? They'd be still favourites, I'd say, yeah. yeah. Is Aina Kilimona well, improved to love? At the start of the year, I picked yeah. I picked Ina Kilimon as my dark horses because yeah. they flattered to deceive up to this year. This year, they seem to be delivering on every game. Uh, the one thing about the bridge is something you know that they, they weren't happy with for the last three years is they weren't scoring goals. They've rectified that this year. Yeah. But as Pat said, now they're going back and they're putting the ball the opposite side of the post. So, yeah. Yeah. 
if they can balance the two out, like... I haven't seen mm. him a few times. It's a bit, un, it's a bit unlike him. I, I'm not sure now against Scarlett for the trying to shoot from stupid angles, but they were always trying to angle the ball yeah. into a mm. scoring position. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the other thing from last year was Aerog had the bridge for the taking above in the park. I was doing the line and they got a penalty. And I won't tell Danny Russell or anyone else how to take a penalty, believe you me, but he, you know... He, I'd say if he thought about it after he'd have done something but now he got a 65 out of it but the 65 over the bar but instead of going, going, in, going in up was it five points or whatever they went in two or three whatever yeah. you know and again the bridge every single little break you get you needed and you well, take it go back, you know. to, go back to Scarif when they met the bridge in the final years ago you yeah. know what I mean and that one thing about that he's Johnny Going back to last year for a second, he scored the one against us in the previous game. Russell yeah. did, and, and which was a, had a big say in the outcome of it. Yeah, I would reckon he had a major say in it that day. I think the bridge yeah. wouldn't have come back from it, but I think Ger, the pressure will start to tell the bridge if they're going for the three in a row as it comes nearer, if they get to semi final and that, because there'll be a lot of publicity around it. They never won three in a row, you see, and and all that. So depending on who's in it, no belly, trying to gather all the football, so they won't be too far behind either. So. Yeah. The other thing about it is human nature, what it is, Fitzy and the guys, he, they have a very good team around that bridge team, backroom team. And the thing about it is, is they'll be drilling it into them, pay no heat to the papers, pay no heat. Human nature, what it is, mm. it'll get to them at some stage, you know. So that's why I think if I need kill them one, I'm ever going to deliver. I'd have them this in with a series out, and I wouldn't write off here or go upset, up, upset to somebody yeah. before the year is out, yeah. you know. Oh good, that's it's all it's all, it's all to watch for and all to play mm-hmm. for. Okay, the intermediate quarterfinals are are are, are draws are made. Let's. Yeah. <coughs> we have Kilu Johnny. You're going well. Yeah. Going well. Hadn't no disrespect to any team up to last Sunday. You know, it was second string teams we met. You know, Cracklow and the Mills. Now they yeah. performed very well against both. Died a bit in both second in both second halves. Uh, now I wasn't at the game last Sunday. Played Tullablow and White Cage, lovely place. Uh, the boys were absolutely raving about the condition of the pitch. Um, I credit to the to the staff down there. Um, they played very well in patches. I mean, they scored two 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 sixteen. We lost two key players before the game, which you you know you'd never. If we had lost the game, we wouldn't have used that as an excuse. Michal Ryan was injured in the warm up, and oh no, he started, but he. Tweak something, yeah. so they started with him and uh, David Goffer right half back. He, I mean, he's marquee player for us. Two serious players, yeah. And um, we lost him, so we were thrilled with the bis- thrilled to bits with the result. Uh, I did the Tubber Six Mile Bridge game. The fire is back in the Tubber boys' bellies. Believe you me, they absolutely hunted and chased everything. Now they dominated again for 40, 45 minutes. But they began to win and they allowed the bridge back into it. Now they still won it by four points. If they do that from here and here and out against, you know, what I would consider a little bit better teams, they'll be caught. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going well, yeah, but I mean yeah. top of the next day will test us, believe you me. Yeah, and we can haven't said that like our own lads uh, finishing four points with Tubber and the bridge, but because the bridge had given us such a hockey, and, yeah, uh, we lashed out on, on, on difference, score difference, which is just a pity because we had beaten Tubber in, in the first round. Yeah, and then he killed one as uh, second team finished um, finished b- bottom of that group. Mm-hmm. But um, so in the intermediate, uh, who would we reckon? I mean, we always said Josephs and Smith O'Brien's would be there. Tubber would be there. Yeah. Are we still thinking along those lines? Are Corfin going to be our good Ike? Well, we? looking at the draw of the quarterfinal, I'd expect Corfin to beat Ryan. Yeah. 
I'd expect. Yeah, yeah. I'd expect. I think Rouen, no, I saw the three games. I won't part the three games in the group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, apart from the uh, Budaik match, which is nip and talk, uh, they won't do other matches easy yeah, enough. Yeah, Clarkester yeah. are very poor, and America are very poor less on the. But I think I think Corofin have recovered the last party, of course, which mm. many yeah, times was a shock. shock. The the yeah. 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 I think I think they'll beat Rouen. Yeah. Um, I think um, Joseph will, will beat Budaik. And. Um, six Mile Bridge and Tola is a hard one to call No, I don't know I haven't seen Tola at all so it's hard to say what way they're going and I thought uh, I was interested to see how they can get killed but obviously they lost so Tola that's that's a game that could go either way um, the bridge won't be easily beaten but uh, if Tola are going to make I think uh, I, I stick my neck out and say Tola and that leaves Tober and Smith O'Brien and I think Smith O'Brien will be Tober I'm not just saying that because I'm sitting beside Johnny here <laughs> I, I, I think it's time for Killaloo to kick on yeah. uh, they have been hovering around quarterfinals semi-finals last three and four years in the Intermediate Championship no they were desperate and lucky last year to lose to Scarif yeah, it went to extra time could have gone either way so I, I'd stick my neck out and say Smith O'Brien to beat Tober, um, Toller to beat the bridge, Joseph to beat Budaik and Corofin to beat Ryan. Right. They'd be my four peaks anyway. And yeah. there'd be four good t- four teams good left in semi finals. I don't know, had the draw made for semi finals or is that a different draw? Different draw. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. They've only done the mm. quarterfinals. No, yeah. 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 Then in the, in the junior, or, oh yeah, and in, in the. Uh, Intermediate uh, relegation then I killed one up there, Cratlow and Clanlada playing Clacastle. The junior uh, hurling quarterfinals uh, have Bellier versus Cloney Quinn in a Strymon and Ogunlo. Now, I would think they are two, two of the strong teams in it, Ogunlo oh. and in a Strymon. They're playing one another, they're playing another. Kilmele are playing Crochine and Joseph are playing the banner. I mean, I think uh, in a Strymon and Ogunlo, the two, only two ju- ju- uh, true Tr- junior teams, teams yeah. the rest of them are all uh, second or third teams mm. of clubs. So they're they're sort of Bellier and Cloney Quinn in Stimon and Ogunlo, Kilmele, Crochet and Joseph and the Banner. Yeah, I've looked at the a couple banner, of them. The ban- of course, the Banner, yeah. the banner are, are, are true junior club. Yeah. Right, yeah, I've looked at them Ger- yeah. and the three that stood out to me that I've seen that impressed me so far this year, the Banner, Joseph's and Ogunlo. Yeah, Ogunlo are very impressive very up impressive to now. There, yeah. You know. yeah, uh, because the Gunlow won Division 3 league, they pipped Kilnida and That's the right, score, go, score difference, yeah. 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 No. Uh, there's great credit to took on they have two adult teams this year which yeah, is fantastic yeah. for them and they were struggling to put out one team there a few years ago yeah. you know Pascal Sheed you still have to play uh, you know to make up a yeah. team so uh, great credit to them down there bit, there is a bit I mean obviously the young lads coming through the Scarif Academy uh, yeah. is, is, is they are staying hurling obviously right? um, yeah. you just put your finger on it yeah. the, one of the best I keep saying it you cannot beat playing A yeah, yeah. and with the Scarif under assistant they've had for the last number of years it's, it's bearing fruit for both clubs yeah but junior and senior here for Scarif, like you know, and uh, I mean, Rogers came through, Manoa came through, all those guys came through that, you know, Crashy, all those fellas came through that. Um, the other thing is, there's um, Pascal now, he's involved with that junior A team, and they've Kevin Mack from Kikishan, which is the Miz, he's he's in Donham and I, he's involved, and a wily old fox, let me tell you, you know, he's been there, done that over the years, and they've bought into they've bought into what they want him to do. And I've seen him train out there a couple of nights. I've done a come over again to be training after. And I sit back and I watch him for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I tell you, they don't hold back. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's yeah. 15 jerseys. Yes. There's about 24 or 5 guys. There's 15 jerseys to be won on any yeah. given day. You know. Yeah. 
Okay, the Junior B uh, semi-finals are also drawn. The Breach are playing Tulla, Fiekel are playing Scarif, lads. Okay, Pat? Yeah, that's on in Budaik. That'll be a tasty fair. Yeah. Scarif reportedly have a very good junior team. I think Fiekel... Yeah, Fiekel will be delighted, I think, to get to this stage of championship. So, look at Fiekel and Scarif, uh, no matter what game they play, both teams will want to win it. It's on in Budaik, and there'll be a nice crowd at that, I'd say. Uh, the bridge in Tulla uh, again Gilligan is is regretted to play junior B with the bridge Tulla would have a, a lot of experienced lads that haven't uh, gone from the senior team so that'll be interesting as well I suppose Scarif would be favourites to beat Fiekel um, uh, <coughs> but look Fiekel beat the, the Mills that was the Mills third team and um, I'd say they had a ro- after a rough night I'd say the night before having been knocked out the senior championship you know a lot of them so there'll be no, you know there's nothing to lose there for Fiekel so it should be interesting and to attract as I say a crowd and it's on in Budaike as well so it's a great we, place for a match yeah, we played Fiekel in the first league game and they were after playing the bridge above in Fiekel in the in the Clare Cup and they had won they beat the bridge the same even Fiekel I suppose that's one of the reasons why they went on to win the Clare Cup but they brought down the junior B team down to my own backyard and we had an absolute Absolute cracker of a game, five sixteen to four nineteen, it wound up, and I kind of said if these two teams could have won one another, they might wind up in the shake up for the Jonah B. Yeah, yeah. We went with the first hurl, unfortunately. Uh, Field went on and kept winning. Yeah. They probably have lost a few players off that team to their senior squad. I'm not too sure. Only six can. Well, tell they, me. We, we lost Frank Hugh Brady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're coming in under the radar, soldier. Yeah. Now yeah. I have to put my hand up. I did Tully here last Sunday evening against against Tober, and it went to extra time. I don't know who was more tired, me or the two teams. It was an absolute cracker. Yeah. You know, they put every ounce they had into the game. But I would have to say the two best sides I have seen this year are Scarif and Six Mile Bridge. I've refereed, I refereed Scarif and the Bridge here and it was a Monday night, it was a refixed game. Claire were playing the same weekend and there was a couple of fellas that were under the weather. They were recovering, I think, and uh, it was a draw, and it was a very good game. So, yeah, I do think the the two of them will contest the Jonah B final, okay, Six Mile Bridge and and um, Scarf. Yeah, okay, let's thanks for that prediction. Now, <coughs> having talked about Junior B, we're going to Junior C, where Kilinina actually have a panel of twenty five lads. Mm-hmm. I I managed the Kilinina Junior team about three years ago, and we had fifteen. And uh, so we have a bit of a population explosion. I don't let's come out of it. I think it's all the, the ex-intermediates of 2010 have come back out of the woodwork. Anyway, we got over um, the last game and we are now playing in, in the Junior C. Uh, Scarlet are playing the banner and O'Gunnell are playing Kilinina. Okay. Yep. And in the are playing uh, Badaik and Joseph are playing Kilmary. So there's four, there's four good quarterfinals in the Junior C. Uh, again, uh, fellas, of all eight groups playing in all, all, all eight teams. So the the, the thing about that year is it's lovely to see this as you want to see there because there's a lot of fellas that you know that are there they're coaching or they're involved in the back of, background of clubs and they still love to play an all match That's right. you know That's right. okay not not maybe train two or three nights a week maybe one night a week and play the all game the weekend I mean I did I did Scarif and Tulla in Bedeik there a couple of weeks back now the one name that stands the two names that stand out for me because they were so good was mostly Mackin Gwals for Scarif and Elfie Rogers in the forward line for him. No, there was Mike Mar- there was a lot of other yeah. there was a couple of fellas from Tulla I can't their names like I miss with me at the minute. But it was a lovely game. Yeah. Yeah. And it was lovely to see fellas that I had seen Holland with yeah. Cena and Timothy Junior, whatever have Junior yeah. It was lovely to see him play, yeah, yeah, still playing, playing like, you know. Still, still love it, yeah. Absolutely. Still love you know. 
So I think it's a lovely, lovely competition. It is a great, it is no. great and there's a good lot of teams in it, which is oh, great. Because yeah. there was a few years back, there were maybe one or two yeah. or three teams in the junior yeah. C. What dis- yeah. oh, the difference between the C and the B this year, what disappointed me, and last year the same, was that the, the, they had the B and the knockout. They had, yeah. they had the C in a kind of a three-game three or two-game yeah. or round robin or whatever. And, 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 and it helps, I think it helps yeah. all teams. But have, uh, I'd be hoping clubs would go back into the county board and fight for the junior B to go back to either... Three teams in a group of four teams are going to give them three games, you know. But I mean, it's costly to register, as you know, it's costly to register a team and insurance and affiliation registration. Okay. Okay, lads, have we. Is there anything else in the GA front? Oh, has the. The development group made the report yet, or do we know? No, it's not, it's, it's, yeah. it's not published, but uh, there was an article in the Cla- on the Clare Echo, and uh, I think the main points on it was, from having it read anyway, if I can remember correctly, uh, the sale of Clare Abbey. Sale of Clare Abbey, and use what Cahalohan is the base? Well, uh, yeah, I'd say so, yeah, and then three full time positions, um, a new chief executive, and uh, a new uh, commercial manager. And a director of Horland, and a secretary's job would be uh, voluntary. Okay. Okay. So, is that is that is that what's happening in other counties, lads? Is is Cork on that? We have the CEO and have the they have a finance guy a person put in place, and Waterford have done something similar, I believe. But you're like, it's kind of so professional, now, like it, it it is the way to go, Jim. You know, make no mistake about it. Yeah. You need somebody like I mean, there's too much to be done. Yeah, like what? What have a ten-year plan put together with yeah. the, with the stated aim of winning all Ireland yes. within that? So it is something similar to clear lead as well. Um, they need they need, uh, you know, we need to we have lots of good horrors. We're not that far behind the top counties. We need to drive it on, but more importantly, we need to bring for, keep bringing lads from yeah. the underage structure into it, because uh, like to to lose by forty points in a minor. Or under 17 this year, he's unheard of in a proud county like Clare. That might have happened in the 70s or whatever, have you, you know. But modern day, like, you no, wouldn't expect something like no, that to happen. No. And you I know, know that this weekend, uh, I'm not sure, is it Friday or Saturday, Donald Maloney's interviewed, I think he's in the, in the Independent, where he's given the, his, his views on the state of underage holding in Clare, you know. So Donald now is yeah. involved with underage at mm-hmm. uh, county level. So it'll be very interesting to see what his take on it is. Yeah. Well, Jerry, uh, you'd respect yeah. what Donald Maloney has to say. He has mm-hmm. been there, done that, and I'd, I'd, I'd put a lot of faith in what he'd be mm-hmm. saying now. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be irrational anyway. Yeah. And he, he, but you're anyone that knows the man, Joe. He, he eats, sleeps and he drinks Holland. He, he is a man who managed Clare in 2021, yeah. managed yeah. Clare senior level. Now yeah. he's back with the development squad, yeah. you know, which is the sign of... Look, at, look at your, I give him great credit because other lads would have got sour after the way he was treated when he wanted to continue managing the yeah. senior and that had walked away. Yeah. To persist with it, it shows the amount <coughs> of the men. I'd have fierce respect for him now. Yeah. It'll, it'll just show you the appetite he has. Yeah. You know, that he, he's, yeah. he's willing to park yeah. that bus Start yeah. again. for the yeah. sake of Clare Holland and we'll go again and move on that's yeah right, you know that's right. yeah all put our arms around him and hang on to him yeah you know so Pesh, uh, yeah so you reckon there's those are the recommendations and yeah. uh, obviously any full-time positions have to be funded and we just wonder where that's going to come from so well, that's the thing sure yeah yeah well i presume 
um, to have financial backing, I suppose, to get it off the ground. Yeah. But uh, that could be conditions attached to that in terms of personnel involved at the moment uh, in the, at the thing. You know, I know Ger, there's a first county board meeting next week. It's the first meeting since June. Now I know traditionally there's never any in August, in August but like right. there was none in July, and that meeting will ratify Brian Lohan for three years anyway, among other things. But um, whether the report will be mentioned or not, I don't know. It's due out to be published anyway in, se- in September, but your September is finished next next week. Like that meeting could go on for two or three hours. Believe you me. Yeah, it could. There could be an awful lot. It depends what's on the agenda, of course. But there would be. It's been held in Cusick Park. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So Brendan Foley was telling me that this, yeah, yeah. I think he's gone. Just, just on finance, I just saw one of the national journalists today. He he, he said he uh, was passing, uh, I think it was Bunratty or someplace recently, and the first man he met there, wherever he pulled in, was Colin Collins selling tickets for the Clare footballers. The manager selling tickets. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's another mm-hmm. mark of a man. Again, who is yeah. just he eats, keeps and drinks football, you know. Yeah, 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 they have a draw there for a car yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, going between them, you know. So. But like, you know, they're doing it separate from the hurling thing, you know. You, yeah. you, you need an overall structure where everyone can draw out of it. Yeah. And that might might happen down the road. Well, like by bringing in this guy, it's going to oversee yeah, all yeah, these yeah. stuff. Yeah. Happy happen. days. Happy yeah. you know. happen, well, you see, there'll only be recommendations whether that'll happen is another day's yeah. work. Like, and when that'll happen, they're the two questions. That's only, that's only the first step. Well, like, in yeah. fairness, the clubs, want, the clubs want something put in place. Yeah, yeah. It's in place. So let's go with the recommendations uh, and see where he takes us. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's have we dissected sport uh, to uh, everything we wanted to talk about and uh, park it for tonight? Yeah, we, 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 we just mentioned the misfortune that hit me or Jerry again to lose another All Ireland. I, I suppose yes, we can't. I suppose we can't. We can't go without can saying something, something about yeah. the poor old green and red of me or pet. Yeah. Take it off. Well, well, no, but I think this is the first final they were favourites to win it. And I think everyone wanted to see Tyrone win it, and then people say, "Geez, after Indian, especially after Indian Dublin's dominance, and yeah. to lose it." But yet again, like I won't say they're self-destructive, but. I felt coming into a good friend. I was working with a fellow from Mayo, and I said, "If if they can keep Mayo, Tyrone from scoring goals, they'd win it." But unfortunately, they didn't. Yeah. And then they had the, the misfortune of missing the penalty, and and that, like you know. And then, but I don't agree with the abuse that some of the players suffer, especially Ed Noshea on social media yeah. afterwards. Do you know. Yeah. There's no place in that yes. in football. In any sport, yes. not in hockey no, football, there's the no fact, place The fact that the matter is, Aidan unfortunately has played in seven finals and he's not scored in any of them. Mm-hmm. And that was the basis for the criticism yeah. and that he shouldn't be on the team and this and that. Mm-hmm. But he does a lot of other good things on it. No, he mightn't have been utilised to the best. I mean, he's not really full forward, I think. But he's not, but I thought they wouldn't freeze off him. And they got scores of him laying the ball off. Yeah. But he seemed to go missing after that further out the field. Now, what an awful lot of people may not know is he was suffering. I know people are going to say to me, well, if he was suffering, he was injured with a foot injury. Why play him? Yeah. You know? Like, Lee Keegan get played out. He sucks. He gave an exhibition. I suppose the one thing that people say, what's my opinion on it? It's as simple as this. We all got four goal chances. They took none, including the penalty. Tyrone got three goal chances and they took two. No, Joe, uh, to finish, like to make it worse for Mayo, if all Ireland's were won on points only, Mayo would have four all Ireland's yeah. won. They outpointed opposition in 2012, 13, 20, and 21. So, unfortunately, goals count. And the funny thing is, they have 12 goals conceded, they only scored three in the seven finals, and two of them were scored by Lee Keegan, who's a defender. Yeah. You know, and not only 
had they conceded 12 goals they scored two of them one year you know yeah. again Dublin so there's a lot of misfortune attached to them but look they'll be back again next year because they're like that they just don't know what it is to go away but like, it's as simple as that Joe Brawley was way over the top in his criticism in, in the newspaper I thought as well you know they're chokers and they're this and, and they're serial losers and all this like you know mm-hmm. but like um, I suppose Kerry like will probably wonder what happened to him in their own you know. But then, but in uh, going back to that Kerry game, the Kerry where, where, where I think they were ta- they, they, they were <coughs> they were blindsided by the whole Tyrone lead up to the game. Yeah, with the COVID yeah. and everything. Yeah. And of course, yeah. your the last thing is um, Dara Canavan. Yes, he joined the, the list of fathers and sons that have won all Ireland. Now I done a bit of research on it. We yeah. might look at it another night. Yeah. There's a lot of famous names there that have won their father yeah. and sons, sons have won all Ireland. So some I didn't even know. Yeah. going back you know so we might look at that some yeah. other time but like um, Canavan he's only starting out and he's mm. a serious York well he's yeah. a good footballer yeah. the other thing about it is there's five cap- five guys captained and also managed all yeah. Ireland winning teams. teams that's right yeah and mm. also the, the yeah. Tyrone management joined the likes of Jim Gavin Daisy Farrell um, they are man manager Joe Kernan okay. winning Sam Maguire in the first time mm. yeah. in the first year first year first attempt you know and obviously Jim Gavin so you yeah. couldn't leave Jim Gavin out of it mm-hmm. you know so <coughs> the thing I find about the difference between those teams winning the All-Ireland okay Dublin held the rules for this for five years is that they come through an awful harder Provincial Championship. Provincial Championship. championship. Also, the, the also Championship is yeah. uh, just so hard. Like, <coughs> no disrespect to our own county or Limerick or, you know, Tip Cockle had last year. Like, I mean, there is only one team in Munster at the minute, football wise. Yeah. That's all. There's only, there's all. only the two in Mayo. Or there's only there's the two, only two in Connacht. Yeah. Do you know? Right. And, and there's one in Leicester. Yeah, and don't forget next year, it's back to normal, isn't yeah. it? The back door and everything, so it's a leading bit harder. Yeah, deal, yeah. Well, the thing about it is, if you're beaten, you know, you can regroup. Okay. Yeah. You could catch somebody in the hop, like you know. Okay, let's yeah. look with Parker there. I think we're gone way over time again. Jim Collins will be giving notice again for wasting mm. too much time by talking. <laughs> and but, electricity. Uh, electricity. <laughs> so, Jim, apologies in advance. Uh, just before we wrap up, I want to remind uh, listeners that the uh, Scarlet Bay Community Radio uh, Trushgate collections are on around the East Clare parishes this weekend. So, if you are at Mass, please support. If you're not at Mass, you can meet any of our volunteers in your local areas. Just give me for Bob. Total voluntary station, lads. Everything is covered f- uh, free gratis from our volunteers. So all we need to do is keep the lights on and thanks to Scarif GA for giving us the use of their facilities. So from uh, this week, from Hopping the Ball, from myself, Ger Hoy, from Johnny Healy and from Pat Hickey, thanks very much and we'll uh, be back again in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks a million.